Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Geek This, the pop culture podcast with minimal nerd rage. Welcome to Geek This. I'm your host, Dave Clements, and each week I give my thoughts on pop culture news, and then I dive into a review about movies or a comic or, you know, in today's episode, something a little bit different. I feel like I'm always saying I'm doing something different. I guess that's a good thing. Anyway, in this episode, I am going to broaden my normal scope of what I normally talk about here on the show, and I'm going to talk about one of the biggest video games that is out there right now. Fortnite. But first, it's time to cover some stories from the last week or so. As we all know, Netflix is growing at a steady rate. It was announced recently that they struck a deal with former Daredevil showrunner Stephen S. DeKnight that is worth $4 million per year. He's going to be joining the likes of Orange is the New Black creator Genji Kohan, Grey's Anatomy creator Shonda Rhimes, and Ryan Murphy, who has worked on a load of stuff like Nip Tuck, American Horror Story, and Glee. He's worked on those things in big ways, even co-created some of those. Now, DeKnight's work doesn't just include Daredevil, though. He recently wrote the screenplay for Pacific Rim Uprising, which I actually kind of liked. I know there are some people that didn't care for it. It wasn't as good as the first one. DeKnight's work doesn't just include Daredevil, though. He recently wrote the screenplay for Pacific Rim Uprising, which was a movie I actually liked, even though it wasn't as good as the first one. I still really did enjoy it. He also worked on the Buffy and Angel TV shows, which were created by Joss Whedon, and he is very well known for being the showrunner for Spartacus. Now, as cool as this news might be, there hasn't been any talk of what he's going to be bringing to the table at Netflix, but everyone there seems very, very excited. I'm very interested in seeing what comes out of this deal. I personally don't expect any more superhero shows from him. I'm sure he's, you know, going to do some other stuff. And, you know, they haven't really said exactly what his role is. Is he going to produce? Is he going to write? Is he going to direct? There's not a lot of details at this time, but I'm pretty excited about it because that first season of Daredevil was awesome. And I've... I've seen a little bit of the other stuff he did. Like I said, I enjoyed Pacific Rim, which he wrote. And uh, I've seen a little bit of Buffy and Angel, but no Spartacus. So what do you guys think about this news of Steven S. DeKnight working with Netflix? DC Comics will be extending its reach this summer as it brings 100-page giant comics to Walmart. Four books are going to be appearing in stores beginning in July and 
are planned to feature stories from Tom King, Brian Michael Bendis, Jimmy Palmiotti, Amanda Connor, Dan Jurgens, and Tim Seeley. Some of the best names at DC right now. I wish there was a little bit of Scott Snyder there. So you might be wondering what titles am I going to see if I walk into Walmart and I see one of these 100 page giants? Well, in July, you're going to see Superman giant, Justice League of America giant, Batman giant, and Teen Titans giant. Then in August, Superman and JLA will be arriving in select Walmart locations on a monthly basis. And then Batman and Teen Titans are going to follow suit two weeks later. So it looks like you've got some solid titles featuring core members of the DC Universe. Dan DiDio, who is the publisher over at DC, says, quote, We are extraordinarily excited about working with Walmart to expand the reach of our books. These new monthly comic books combine new and accessible stories with reprints of classic comic series. It's a great way for new readers to get into comics and follow the characters they've grown to love in TV and film. End quote. So what do you think about this? Is this good in order to bring new comic readers into the fold? Or do you think that the company is selling out and needs to keep their heroes in comic book shops? For me personally, I think this is a good move. I'm interested to see how it turns out. I will probably be picking up these 100-page giant books just to see what is in them. I like the idea that it's old and new. Because as a reader myself, I haven't dug back into those back catalog issues of old Batman and old Superman and old Justice League. Like, DC is unfamiliar territory and, you know, picking up one of these would probably do me a lot of good in understanding what, what came before the current run. So, give me your thoughts. <laughs> Finally, over the last three years, I have, off and on, gushed about the podcast lore. The stories are always interesting, uh, usually pretty shocking, and I really can't express how much I love Aaron Minke's attitude toward being a creator. That and I can get my lore fix, not just by listening to the podcast, but I can watch the show on Amazon Prime. I can read or listen to the World of Lore book series. I mean, there are several facets in order to get those stories that I'm, I've really enjoyed over the last few years. Well, a couple months ago, Aaron announced that he was working with How Stuff Works to create more podcasts. And for me, it felt like it was going to be more of a supervisory role, you know, that he was going to help craft these things into whatever they're going to be, but he wouldn't be involved more than that. This week, though, he actually let loose the news that the first of these shows is coming in July, and it's called Cabinet of Curiosities. And, well, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and play a promo right here for you. Our world is full of the unexplainable. Mysterious events, unusual objects, and people who defy the tidy little categories that make us feel safe. And it's always been this way. Which is why, for centuries, some people have tried to collect their discoveries in one place. 400 years ago, those collections took on a name. 
In Germany, they called them the Kunstkammer, which means cabinets of curiosities. And all through the 17th, 18th, and 19th centuries, those collections popped up all across Europe and America. These were rooms of wonder, enormous cabinets filled with one-of-a-kind objects that delighted and intrigued the people who collected them. Relics from another age, portraits of significant people, devices of ingenuity and fascination. If there was nothing else like it in the entire world, chances were good that it would end up inside a cabinet of curiosity. I'm Aaron Mankey. Most days, I'm writing and producing the hit podcast Lore, which is a deep dive into the darker side of history. But over the years, I've been following in the footsteps of those collectors of old, gathering tales and stories about some of the most unusual people, places, and things in our world. And it's time I started sharing it all with you. On July 3rd, I'll be opening the doors of my own virtual room of wonder with the premiere of Aaron Mankey's Cabinet of Curiosities. Twice a week, you'll get a guided tour through some of the most bizarre corners of history, from unexplainable moments and coincidences to people and objects that come with unusual backstories. Consider this your invitation. Visit applepodcast.com curiosities to subscribe and listen for free. Step inside. Gather round. I'd like to take you on a tour. Welcome to the Cabinet of Curiosities. So <laughs> I am really ecstatic for this show, and I am definitely going to have it in my queue to automatically download every Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah, twice a week. I love that. What do you think about this? Does this show appeal to you? Have you listened to lore? Uh, what are your thoughts? I'm I'm pretty interested. What are uh, some other podcasts that you listen to? Um during International Podcast Day, I typically talk about podcasts a lot more. Lore has made the list in the last couple of years that I've talked about, like, you know, top five or top 10 podcasts that I listen to. Uh, so this is exciting, and I'm excited to see where it goes. And that promo really, really got me going. All right, it is time for the main topic. Let's talk about Fortnite. If you know me, you'll know that I am not much of a gamer, which is why video games are rarely talked about on Geek This. Fortnite, though, had me interested when I first saw it while scrolling through YouTube. It's bright colors, open world concept, and the missions of trying to outlast 100 other, or 99, I guess, other players really piqued my interest. And... If what I said feels totally foreign, you have no idea what Fortnite is until now, here is a rundown. Fortnite Battle Royale is an online-only multiplayer shooter in which 100 people airdrop onto an island to collect weapons and armor and fight to see who's left standing. Now, if you take enough damage, then you are out for the match for good. There's no respawns, there are no second chances, and that sounds pretty intense, but most of the fun just comes from trying to win. There's another game out there called PUBG or Player Unknown's Battleground. What is unique to Fortnite is the building mechanic, and it's a little bit like Minecraft, which is another huge popular game that I myself have enjoyed. 
And you can collect building materials that let you make walls, ramps, doorways, other structures. You might ask yourself if you've played games like, like this, how is this useful in a shooter? So the terrain is big and it's varied. So if you need to get on top of a steep mountain, you just build stairs. It's also really awesome if you're being shot at, just build a couple walls and hide behind them until you can heal yourself or you know, get that awesome gun that you need. The goal of the game is to be the last person alive. Now, as each person is slowly eliminated, the match will eventually narrow down to just two people from the initial 100. But even if you're not the last person left alive, lasting longer nets you bonuses and you can use those bonuses to customize the look of your character. And it's actually a really, really cool feeling just to be like in the top 10. Now, I will say this, I have been number one, one time, and it is awesome. Really stinking awesome. There are multiple game modes. You have solo, which is you are totally on your own against the other people. There are duos where it is you and one other person on a team, and you're trying to be the top two people. There are also squads, which is three or more people doing the same thing as duos, you know, you're trying to be the top team. And then there are other levels added every once in a while. Now, what I find interesting about the game is that it isn't limited to a single console or gaming platform. It actually plays on Xbox One, PS4, PC, mobile, and most recently, the Nintendo Switch. Now, better than that, you can actually play with your friends no matter what platform they're using unless they're on PS4. Apparently, Sony doesn't want the crossover play. They don't feel like sharing their users with other platforms. I think it's ridiculous. Um, a dumb decision, in my opinion. But if you want to play on PS4, you just can't play with me, because I'm on the Switch, man. My oldest daughter and I have been spending a few hours every weekend playing and I've been on the Switch, she's been on the iPad because she prefers those controls for whatever reason. And it's just a lot of fun. Another really cool thing about it is that it is free to play, which is almost unheard of in console gaming. You don't get free to play games that are this good. There's not really a catch, but the catch is that there are in-game purchases that you can make namely Battle Pass, which lets you earn perks like costumes and other cosmetic items, but none of those things give you an advantage in the game. It just makes you look cooler. My experience with Fortnite on the Switch and mobile has been limited to Battle Royale mode, but I have seen where there is another mode called Save the World, which from what I understand is not planned for the Nintendo Switch at this time. But Save the World actually pits you against waves of zombies, and then there is a highly anticipated playground. So the idea behind this limited time map, the playground map, is that you go into the regular Battle Royale map, there's some adjusted settings, but then you get to play just with your friends and you get to respawn, you can play that as much as you want. A big element that I forgot to cover before is while you're playing... Fortnite, you have what is called the storm and is this big purple ring that slowly closes in on you and the players which helps kind of make the game not last 72 hours in playground ltm 
LDM stands for limited time map. Um, I'm not sure if the storm plays into it or not. I've not read. I would assume so. But uh, Playground LTM may not be a permanent thing. Uh, it may, you know, it may be around for a season and then it'll change into something else. I haven't heard whether it's going to be permanent. But it does seem like a very fun addition considering I'm always playing Battle Royale and it can be a little overwhelming for my daughter when we play together. So this seems like a good way for both of us to explore the map and work on our skills within the game without getting too frustrated. You know, yes, we can shoot each other and and play that way and we'll respawn, but it just I think it'll help us become better players. So as I keep playing, my goal is not only to get better, but to dig deeper into the world that Epic Games is developing within Fortnite. Now, if you know anything about uh, Fortnite, the fan theories around this game are super fun to read. They're fun to discover. They're fun to think about. And before Season 4, players were speculating that this meteor that they had been seeing in the sky was going to hit the map sometime. And of course, they were right. And it changed the map and is kind of setting another story in place that is coming in season five. And there are suspicions that parts of the map are going to be flooded because of this asteroid. And I think it's really cool. And it's a clever way to change the map, keep the game fresh for however long the seasons last. Again, I'm new at this game, so I don't really know, but I've really been geeking out about it. I've been having a blast and I've I found, you know, it's a really good way to blow some steam off after work. And uh, it's really become a huge bonding tool between my daughter and I. It's just fun. We look forward to it. She's always asking me when we're going to play next. I think it's making her a better gamer. She actually hit uh, being the number one winner in a game a couple weeks ago, like before I did. And I thought that was very impressive. I was really proud of her. And... It's really cool to see her doing something that girls didn't do when I was growing up. So that's it's really cool. If you're currently playing Fortnite on any platform and can and want to play along with me sometime, you can feel free to add me. My screen name is Crimson Creature. That is two separate words. Don't ask why I came up with that. I just did. And if you're playing, I would love to know what you think of the game, how long you've been playing, and what platform you are on. I failed to mention this last week because I didn't put it in my notes, but there is a weekly article now over at geekthispodcast.com called Finally Friday. It's a recap of what I've been geeking out about during the week. Uh, this past week, I talked a little bit about Fortnite, and... More or less, it's a written version of the old recommends segment that we used to do here on the show a couple of years ago. And uh, I think writing this article is really cool because it gives you a reason to check out the website. Maybe you missed a podcast or another article I wrote. And this coming Friday will be the third week. So make sure that you go back, check out the previous entries, keep an eye out on Friday for a new article. Also, if you're interested in submitting a Finally Friday article, you know, just write about the things you've been geeking out about, you'll see kind of the format. You can actually shoot me an email, and you can send that to media, M-E-D-I-A, at geekthispodcast.com. That'll go right to me, and we can talk a little bit about it. I'll show you the format, and um, 
we'll get you on a setup. Sounds fun to me. I would love to see more people contribute to the podcast and to the website. So if that's interesting to you, you know, let's talk. Finally, next week is the 100th episode of the podcast, and it has taken a very long time to get here. I'm, I'm working hard on it, and if you want to be part of it, you can simply let me know what your favorite moment or episode has been since you started listening and why. Maybe even let me know when you started listening. Real quick, though, I want to take a second to just say thank you for listening. For me, it doesn't matter if your first episode was this one or if you've been listening since 2012. Uh, I've really just enjoyed making the podcast in spite of (laughs) inconsistent release schedules and life events. It has become a passion project, and I, I don't do it for the money. I don't do it for recognition or fame or anything like that. It's it's just fun. It's a passion project. And the more I do episodes, the more excited I get about what I yeah, the more excited I get about what's next. And I triple over my words. Please know that I am very grateful that you take your time to listen to the podcast. Um I see the stats for the show. Uh There aren't as many people listening to the podcast as maybe I want, but I think that's cool. I was told with different podcast coaches that I've listened to that, you know, you imagine yourself with however many people are in your stats on average. Imagine that you're in a room with them and they're listening to you speak. How often does that really happen in real life? Who actually wants to listen to you speak every single week? And the fact that you come back and you listen to these episodes, uh, that means a lot to me. And you're consistently listening to them. It's not like, you know, I have this many people listening one week and it's really awesome. And then the next week it just totally drops consistently. It's about the same number. And, you know, I just thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. If you haven't subscribed and you want to, Please take a a second to do that. You can go to the website, geekthispodcast.com. It's mobile friendly. You can use a regular computer browser. And there's a bunch of options for you to subscribe. And it'll work with any kind of phone you've got, as far as I know. There's an app out there for everybody. So it's super easy. It doesn't take much time. Plus, you're not going to miss an episode. It'll pop up in your feed when there's a new one. So thank you so much. And uh, that does it for this week's episode. I will talk to you all next week with the 100th episode of Geek This. But until then, as always, keep on geeking out. Geek This is produced by me, Dave Clements. Music for this episode can be found at blueberry.podcastmusic.com. Nope. Geek This is produced by me, Dave Clements. Music for this episode. Let's try it again. Geek This is produced by me, Dave Clements. Music for this episode can be found at podcastmusic.blueberry.com. The show opener. I'm messing this up. The show opener was produced by Music Radio Creative. You can find links for this episode and more at geekthispodcast.com. 
but he's also worked on the Buffy and Wobaba. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 